Marky Monday has a great show. Marky Monday, this is my show. It's called Marky Mondays. Marky Monday has a great show. It's Marky Monday, Marky Monday. Welcome to the show now. Here we go. Marky Monday, the Marky Monday show, episode number 10. And I want you to mark this down on your calendars. Saturday, April 14th, 3.30 p.m., Cosmo Music Hall at the Richmond Hill, in Richmond Hill, at the Richmond Hill, in the Richmond Hill, otherwise known also a part of Oak Ridge's Richmond Hill. Saturday, April 14th, we've got Marky Monday's Adventures in Dreamland and the opening act is here today to talk to us. He's known as Magic Pete, and he's a musician. He's not a musician. He's a magician. I'm a musician. He's a magician, and he's an author, and he's otherwise known as Peter DeLisi, and he's written three books, and he's amazing, and he's here. Hi. Hi, Peter. How's it going? Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, it's exciting to have you on the program, and it's exciting that you are actually going to be performing magic and we met at uh, Kitapalooza. That's right. Yep, Kitapalooza. Kitapalooza was fun. It was a good time. It was a good time. Lots of people showed up. Lots of people having fun. Yeah. And what what did you like most about Kitapalooza? Kitapalooza? Uh, you know what? There was a lot of activities there, and there were some that were just fun. Uh, I walked around for a little bit when I wasn't uh, performing magic and uh, having some fun with some kids. And there was one that was almost like, you know that mole game where you smack the mole in the head? Oh, yeah. The whack-a-mole? Yeah, yeah, it was like that, but the colors were kind of lighting up, and you you played against someone, so there was either it was a green one lighting up or a red one lighting up, and I was I was whacking away, and it was uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. Nice, nice, nice. So, how long have you been an author writing kids books? Ah, uh, okay. Well, I've written books. Uh, it goes back. I really enjoy writing books, but uh, the first book that I had published, which was Chico and the Challenging Tree, came out in uh, 2014. And that was the very first book that I published. Chico and the Challenging Tree. Now, who's Chico? Oh, Chico is my monkey. You have a monkey? Well, I have a I have a puppet monkey. So uh, he actually he came from. Uh, I actually do magic, and uh, so in my magic show, I have a routine where Chico the monkey helps me out with a magic trick. Mm. So at Kidapalooza, I met I met Magic Pete here at Kidapalooza because he was on every time right before Marky Monday. That's right. And I thought it was great. It was amazing, and the kids loved it, and it was such a great gear up for for the Marky Monday performance. And uh, kids were kids were really engaged with your performing. Yeah, oh, you know what? I was very surprised. The first show, I had quite a few kids uh, show up because uh, I think I was probably one of the first acts that happened that day. And, uh, you know, they announced that I was doing magic and magic always brings in even like, you know, if it's a kid or an adult, you know, magic intrigues them. So I was like, so I got a nice little group the first day, but then I guess word spread because by the second show, people were showing up and it was just, it was, it just (laughs) from the first show I did for uh, Kidapalooza and then the last show I did it was just it just got more and more people and I think mm-hmm. it, that happened for everyone I think once word got out how great Kidapalooza was I think they went home and 
told their friends about it, and then their friends showed up the next day. So it was it was a good experience. I enjoyed it quite a bit. If you've never been to Kidapalooza, it's a really great kids' festival where they have all these rides, all these games, and all these performers, and it's all children's entertainment. And we... We performed on the main stage all three days. It was um, it was on the long weekend, so it was the Saturday, Sunday, and the Monday, and it was it was just a good time. But tell us more about your books. Okay, well, Chico, um, I've started Chico. Uh, the first book was uh, was a great turnout, and I was I, I worked with an author, or sorry, an author, an illustrator that actually uh, lives in Australia. And we, with his help, he brought my book to a whole new level. It was, uh, the pictures came out great, and I, re- I really ran with it. And it's had such a great turnout, I started writing more stories for Chico. And Chico now has about uh, 12 stories that have been written. And now three of them are fully illustrated. And now three of them, uh, actually, it's funny that this is interviews happening now, that three of them are now out uh, for purchase. Uh, so there's Chico and the Challenging Tree was the first one. And now... I've taken a break. So Chico and the Challenging Tree came out 2014. Mm. I published another book called Hugs in 2015, the following year. Because I once I got that bug, it was just I, I enjoyed publishing them so much. So I was like, okay. Then 2016, uh, my son was born. So I, I took a bit of a break. Uh, kind of self-publishing is uh, is a little expensive. So I took a little bit of a break, but still continued on working on the stories and the illustrations and kept it going. So then 2017, again, a little bit waiting it out. And now th- 2018, I figured since I took, you know, the two years that I didn't publish books, let's bring the next two out and we'll do them both at once. And, uh, and here they are. And uh, it's become a, a series now. So I'm going to keep bringing out the stories and uh so where does if that's chico the monkey but where does this other book hugs fit in well see i don't just like writing monkey stories it's it's there's lots of uh stories that i've written actually i've written a story about a turtle uh so after ernie palsoni the (laughs) italian turtle well we'll have to talk about the name but uh yeah no i've written stories about turtles and uh i've actually written stories about kindergartens like there's anything that kind of inspires me in my uh day-to-day life kind of uh inspires my books and they're all my stories all have a fun rhyming style and they actually they all have great morals uh there's not one story i've written that you can't pull out at least two or three morals out of them that that you can apply to everyday life it's so much fun so we got the author here of chico the monkey and also hugs and i it you, this is a rare opportunity where you get to actually have the author read his story. And I, I'd really love it for you to read Hugs. Hugs? Yeah, so, absolutely. So we're going to take a vote from the studio audience. Studio audience, do you want him to read Hugs? Yeah! Okay, there we go. All right, here we go. Yes. All right, so, okay. Well, now you can't see the illustrations, and the illustrations are really great. Who does your illustrating? Uh, Jen Lulin did the ones for the hugs and uh, for Chico and the Challenging Tree and all the Chico series so far. It's been uh, Brant David. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. So, okay, so hugs. So our story begins. All right, let's see here. So there once was a little girl named Carly that was having a very bad day until the little boy standing beside her gave her a hug and the sadness went away. Now Carly didn't know what happened but she felt like she wanted to smile. When that little boy gave her that hug, 
it seemed to spread happiness for over a mile. Carly then realized that hugs could be used in more than just one way. It could make a bad day feel much better and turn a good one to an even brighter day. So here are a few things that Carly learned about hugs from that silly little boy. With just a few arm movements, you can give others a little more joy. A hug can say hello, or a hug can say goodbye. A hug can really make a difference when you see someone starting to cry. A hug can be big like a giant. A hug can be like a mouse that's small. A hug can be as short as you want them to be, but the long ones are the best ones of all. A hug can be soft to comfort, or strong, just like a bear. No matter how a hug is given, it'll always show someone you care. A hug can even say I'm sorry if someone did something bad to hurt you. A hug shows someone you love them, no matter what they may or may not do. A hug fills you with happiness. You should try and get at least one a day. If no one is giving a hug to you, then give one to them. It works either way. So spread the word and let people know. You can give as many hugs as you please. Learn from Carly in the story and give someone you care for a really big squeeze. And that is hugs. That's beautiful. Yay. And not only that, you can't see it, but <laughs> Peter over here has it memorized. He didn't even look at the book. He was just going off the top of his head. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, so far, all the books that have been published, I pretty much have them memorized. Uh, it's, it's, it's easy to memorize something, one, when it's in rhyme, right? Because each rhyme, like it's actually, if I start reading a story and then someone interrupts me, it's hard for me to get back into it because I'm like, oh, okay, I got to back it up now. I got to, you know, because I have it memorized in a way that one page lets me know what the next page is doing. And if I take a break and stop and I get sidetracked, then it's hard to get back mm. into it. But I do have a lot of the stories already memorized. It's kind of the same with music. I always find if I can remember the first line to the verse... I've got the whole verse. Exactly. But as soon as you miss that first line, you you don't have any of it. Yeah. It's interesting. So we're going to play a song here because Magic Pete is here. He's going to do a magic trick when we come back. A radio magic trick. It's going to be amazing. But first, because Magic Pete is here, Peter DeLisi, we're going to play the Lovin' Spoonfuls Do You Believe in Magic. Sounds great. On the Marky Monday Show. Face. 
loving spoonful on the Marky Monday show. Saturday, April 14th, Magic Pete will be joining Marky Monday in Richmond Hill, Ontario, Canada at Cosmo Music Hall. You can pick up tickets at Marky Monday's website, MarkyMonday.com. Now you're going to do a magic trick. I am, I am. Right. So I figured... We'll do a bit of a a card trick. Now, I know it's going to be hard for everyone to see this being a radio, but uh, I think we'll have a good effect here. I think we'll have a good effect. So what I'm going to do is I'm just shuffling up these cards here. Mm. There we go. Love that sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. This is going really well. Perfect, perfect. Yes. And I'm actually going to give you them. Oh, you're good. Yep, shuffle those up for me. Make sure that they're they're not in any particular order. I know uh, magicians can... uh, They have very tricky nice ways thing. of uh, getting around it. Oh yeah! Excellent. No, no, no. These are these are real bicycle cards. And here. take a look at them. Make sure all the cards are different. You know, it's a lot easier to do a magic trick when yeah, all the cards yeah, are yeah. looking the these same. These are these are definitely definitely the bicycle real cards. All there right. you go. All right, perfect. Okay, so now what I'm going to do now is, uh, do you have a favorite card? Yeah. You do have a favorite card? The Ace of Spades. The Ace of Spades. Okay, we can't use that one, though, because you told me that was your favorite card. So what what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you to just to pick a card. So here, grab any card out of the deck there. Perfect. All right. Did you see it? I did not see it. I did not see it. Okay, perfect. So what we're going to do is... uh, Wait, wait, wait. Can you cover your ears? Because I'm just going to whisper into the microphone. Hold on. Yep. Okay. Seven of Spades. Okay. Okay, you got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, yeah. perfect. All right. So now what I'm going to get you to do is I want you to just slide it right inside the deck there. Slide, like in the middle yeah, of the deck? Yeah, somewhere in the middle. Somewhere okay, in the middle. Okay, right in the middle. Perfect, perfect. Right in the middle. Got it. Okay, perfect. in the middle of the deck. Now, how impressed would you be if I just ripped out a card and showed you the card? Like That's that. not my card. Well, yeah, no, that would be, that's a different, yeah, that's a different effect. Yeah. But I'm saying if I showed you your card, would you be impressed? Yeah, I'd be impressed. Just a little bit impressed, you would, you would be impressing me right that, now. Just a little you... bit impressed, though, right? right? right. All right. Okay. All so right. what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to put these cards down. Mm. I'm going to leave them there. We, we're not going to touch those. Because I believe that when you add imagination to anything, it makes it that much better. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a, a boring card trick like that, where that everyone does. Pick a card, the, you put it back in, and then the magician finds their card. We're going to do something a little different. Okay. We're going to use imagination. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take up my other deck now. Here's my other deck right here. Oh. It's my imaginary deck. You can't Ooh. see it. It's invisible. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I don't take, see that deck at all. <laughs> I'm going to take it out of the deck here. I'm going to shuffle it up. Like Nobody that. can see this deck. Perfect. Not it, Not us, not them. No. You but use... it looks like you're actually doing yeah, stuff no, with absolutely. the deck. You, you have to use your imagination. So here, I'm going to get you to I fan out the cards again. Mm-hmm, I want mm-hmm. you to pick a card. Actually, I want you to pick the same card that you picked before. All right, I picked the same take card. Take a look at it. Take yeah. a look at it. Make sure it's the same card. Yeah, it's the same card. You got it? Perfect, yeah. perfect. You know what? Take out uh, here. Here's Use my invisible marker here, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a magic marker. I want you to sign it. Sign it with a sign a mat an invisible card with, with my an magic invisible pen. That's okay. right. Signing sign. Perfect. Okay. Right. Now I'm gonna get you to stick it back in. Actually, you know what? Before you stick it back in, mm. let's be a little tricky. It's a lot easier for me to find when you stick it upside down. So I want you to turn that card upside down for me. Really? Yeah. Turn it right upside All down. All right. Card Perfect. is upside down. Stick it back in the deck. There we go. Uh huh. And now we have his card that he's chosen that he. Signed with an invisible pen, back inside the deck, which is is now upside down. Upside down yeah. inside, inside a right side deck. up deck, right? Yes, yes. All right, so I'm just gonna put that deck right beside the deck that we first did the trick with. Okay, mm. this is going really well so right. far. <laughs> yes. So now, like I said, we we took a regular magic trick that everyone knows, and we've made it a little different. Actually, I want you to grab the deck that we used before. 
So the I real haven't deck. touched. Yeah, the real deck. Okay, I have not touched just that. Sitting deck, here right? on the table. Right? I have not okay. touched it since we since you put your card back in, right? Mm -hmm. So what I want you to do is I want you to turn that deck upside down. Okay. And I want you to fan it out. Mm-hmm. Yep, fanning it out. <gasps> oh wait, oh. turn it turn no, upside down the other way. Uh-huh. There we go. Oh. Wait, what's going on here? Uh, they're, you got they're, they're you got a little a mixed up. So that's <laughs> uh, okay. I want you to fan it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fanning it out. And now, what do you see? Well, I see my card, the seven of spades. On. Fan uh, it yeah. out this way. There we go. So yeah. all the cards are facing up, right? Oh, they're facing up, and now the Except seven of spades for, is going to be uh, face down. Well, what do you see though? You see one card facing down. That could be any card though, right? That could well, be it any could card. be, but I know what it is because I looked at it. <laughs> but there's a couple other cards facing around. Yeah, wrong I way. don't know how that happened. Did what you, happened, you, Magic Pete? <laughs> So, so I don't know if this is quite a good trick. So, well, anyways, so my card. Grab that card. Yeah, yeah. And so we used your imagination turning one card. Did you turn more than one card using your imagination? I probably did. Like, I know you yeah. said your favorite card was the Ace of Spades. Yeah. But it was the, what, the Ace of Diamonds and the Ace of Hearts upside yeah, down. Yeah, you know too. what, Magic Pete, that's a lot of cards <laughs> facing upside down. And that's a good trick. I don't trick. know what <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you're a kid's music magician. Magician. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. what? Magic, I feel, is for every age. Um, yeah. I've done shows for kids, and mm. I've done shows for actually seniors as well in old age homes. And the the reaction is the same. I find that magic reaches the inner kid no matter how old you are. What, and it's... I, I, I'm cutting you off, but I, I just want to know what made you... I mean, you're you're an author for kids and a magician. What made you choose magician? Uh, well, you know what? It's I've always been um, kids have always been drawn to me, so that's why I, I picked a profession. I'm actually uh, an EC student, so I work as a, in a school as an EA. So I work with special needs, and so doing that, and I kids have just always been drawn to me. Now I picked up magic on a separate note. I was uh, you know waitering tables, and I have all these little side jobs, and um, I went to uh, it was a Renaissance fair. And I saw this guy. He was set up with all kinds of tricks around him. He he blew my mind. I, I've never been really... Uh, I've never taken a chance to try and learn magic. I, I've... It was very... I was a lot older when I got into magic. So a lot of kids get into it when they're young. But uh, to me, I was about... I was 21. And uh, I saw this guy. He impressed me, though. I was like... But he wouldn't tell me how he did the tricks. That's it's one of the magician's codes, right? You can't mm. tell someone how you do the trick. The trick is gone, right? So then what he did was uh, you had to buy the trick. <laughs> that way you can teach yourself and you can do it. So I picked my, two of my favorite tricks and uh, I did it. And I You learned, bought the tricks from the magician. I bought the tricks from the magician. And then he actually even took me aside and really gave me some pointers on how to do these tricks really well. So then I like I said I was waitering. So I brought these tricks with me as I was waitering. I was waitering at a very uh, busy restaurant and there were times that uh I was running from table to table. So what I would do is I would give these this trick to the table and say if you can figure out how I'm doing this then your dessert's on me tonight. And it was uh, a certain trick that there's no way these guys were going to figure it out. And once that started happening, I was like, you know what? This there's got to be a, a you know a, a local uh, magic shop nearby. And then I was like a kid in the candy shop. I found a magic shop in Toronto, and then I was like, I uh, oh, I started going crazy. I started buying oh tricks left and right. Whatever money I had, I started spending on tricks. And then I was pretty good at a lot of tricks. I wouldn't recommend for anyone to learn that way. You should really pick one thing, get really good at it, and then move to the next thing. Because that way 
you, you know, you're you're really good at a number of things the more time you put in. I started doing tricks like that, and it was just, I, I was overwhelmed. And then the reaction I got, I started using magic in everyday life. Like, it, I started working out of school. I did magics to kind of reward the kids after doing their work. They would, uh, you know, I would show them a little magic trick, which it worked out with me. But then things I was learning at the school, when I started doing shows uh, in public, I would use the same methods like to get them to sit nicely or to listen to me. I was using the same tricks that I would use in class to get them to sit and, you know, listen to me the same way I would do in my magic show. So it kind of everything I learned in life, I apply to everything. And I, it's if more people did that, you know what? When work is fun, it's not work anymore. So I, I really I get paid to have fun. And, and I, you know, look at you. You're you're doing two things that you love. You love entertaining kids and you love music, right? You put those together. You've made a peanut butter sandwich that everyone will enjoy eating, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's amazing. And uh, speaking of writing things, because you've got these books, so I, I just wanted to share that I started writing a new Marky Monday's Adventures in Space. Oh. Yeah, so Marky Monday gets abducted by aliens, goes to space, learns about space, yeah, meets all these interesting characters, and this is unreleased. It's the first ever that anyone gets to hear this song. So if you're listening to this episode, here's a special little treat for you. This is UFO Aliens by Marky Monday on the Marky Monday Show. UFO Aliens, Aliens. UFO From a far-off galaxy To explore our world A spaceship landing in my backyard at night A flying saucer with bright headlights I'm on my own, all alone From my bedroom window, I see the glow The ship is landed, parked outside too scared to go out, I think I'll hide You
the Marky Monday Show, the UFO Aliens Adventures in Space. It's going to be so awesome. Just like making a peanut butter sandwich that's just delicious for everybody, as right. Peter Delisi says. So where can people get your books? Where can we find out more about you? All right. Well, uh, my books are sold in uh, all stores. If some stores aren't carrying them, they usually bring them in, like Chapters or Indigo there. Um, but you can also go straight to uh, PeterDelisi.com. And actually, you know what? To get a little taste of more of the stories on there, there's uh, actually... Uh, in the menu, you can actually go to a page that has all the books that are illustrated so far, even the ones that haven't been uh, released quite yet. Uh, you get a little taste of them, and uh, you get to see the pictures, the illustrations, as well as hear the stories. So, And then right underneath, there'll be a, a little button there that you can hit that you want to buy the book. Uh, and yeah, and there you go. They'll send it to you. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And... Um... And all this is available on the Marky Monday website. If you're if you're listening to this on MarkyMonday.com, the radio show, you'll see the link there. If you're on iTunes, you can always come back. If you're on TrueTalkRadio.com, visit MarkyMonday.com slash radio dash show, and you will see the link to all of Peter DeLisi's material. And uh, that's the program for today. Thanks for being on Perfect. the show. Thank you so much. Oh, it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. And we'll see you on April 14th doing some magic with Marky Monday. Until next time, thanks for listening. Hasta Luigi! Marky Monday has a great show. Marky Monday, this is my show. It's called Marky Mondays. Marky Monday has a great show. It's Marky Monday, Marky Monday. Welcome to the show now.